everybody. Welcome to Old Guys Rule Radio, Season 4, Episode 12. As usual, it's your guy Chuck down here in Houston about to unleash some unbelievable news to you in the sports world. Hot stuff coming off the presses. Hope you're all doing well. Thanks for tuning in. And as usual, I'm right around the corner from one of the best looking men on the planet. Big Danny Lakey. Danny, man. How are you doing? <laughs> man, I'm doing great. From now on, ladies and gentlemen, when I introduce Danny, I'm going to do like the one guy in the UFC. Y'all know I love the UFC. I'm going to go, fight him! <laughs> out of the red corner! Because <laughs> you know, I won't disclose his weight, uh, but that's his discretion. Cool. But uh, I like that, that kind of, that's my new kickoff for Danny. So uh, <laughs> speaking of that, Danny, so not only how are you, uh, introduce, say something up front, have some fun, how they get a hold of us, what's the rules of the show, all that good jazz, brother. All right, well, we'll start with the rules of the show. The rules of the show are, are I got a burrito for you. So it's just do no, do yes. something nice for somebody. Amen. Uh, but especially Amen. if you see somebody who's homeless or hungry, especially in this time uh, with just inflation doing what it's doing, um, you see somebody out there, just tell them, man, I got a burrito for you. Go get them a burrito. Give them something to eat. Uh, you don't have to give them cash, but you can always give them food. So that's that's the only thing that we ask. Uh, you know, we'd love for you to like us, share us, and tell your friends about us. And you can find us at Old Guys Rule Radio on Facebook, www.oldguysruleradio.com. You can reach us at Old Guys Rule Radio at yahoo.com or on facebook through the app and you can listen to us at iHeartRadio, apple itunes and anywhere you get your favorite podcast including spotify so we are in negotiation with some of the biggest burrito companies in the planet but i but i do have to tell you that if you're if you're, if you're asking for me um taco bell shouldn't be eaten by anyone over 25 because uh, I ate a Taco Bell today. That's not where I want to go. I just want to tell you. That just kind of does something a, to your innards, doesn't it? It's well, great it, it, going it, down, but then you're stu- it's like it's like a, a stomach bomb, right? It, there's Taco Casa. <laughs> there's Taco Bell. There's probably one or two other places on the planet. They're delicious. Yeah. But you know, you, it's only a matter of time. I mean, it's it it, it is it's a country song. It's only a matter of time. But I'm going to visit you, my darling. <laughs> Hiroshima. So I got to tell you about my pet peeve and kind of it's a little, not really any research. So I I never realized. So Danny, have you ever had a souped up car, really jacked up hot rod? Um, yeah. Well, I, you know what? I didn't. My Young son, or old? My son did. It was a hot rod. Yeah. Shot flames out the rear end. Did about 170 miles an hour. Nice. I don't know nice. if that qualifies. So I've really <laughs> never had that big of a hot rod, so to speak. But nowadays, um, I think it's because there's so it's such a planet where you can get everything done. Mufflers are put on just about any car that's got a little bit of balls, right? <laughs> um, but I was wondering. So so here comes here comes Johnny, right? This is my pet peeve of the week. It, it's a medium story, but Johnny pulls in, pays two grand to have his new carb and nitrous and new mufflers and all this stuff put on his little Honda hot rod thing, right? Right. Gets it all juiced up and all fixed up. Puts a lot of money into it. Well. They go, okay, man, let me show you how this button works. Let me show you how this button works. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you leave, when you pull under an underpass, you got to hammer it, bro. Right? <laughs> Why? So, pet peeve of the week of mine. I remember for probably 10, 20 years of our lives, if a Harley came under an underpass with you, you knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and you knew it was coming. But I never knew if it was legal. So, Danny, is revving your engine illegal in the state of Texas on a street or on a, under an underpass, blowing it up like that? Revving your engine is legal anywhere. It is. It so, is well, it, it depends on if they determine whether or not you've uh, made an endangered, you've endangered anybody. But I think it only. So, has, I think the only violations on that. A, a, there, there could be some noise regulations. They can if pull it gets you too over loud. for anything. Oh, now that that they can, because right. they can yes. say they want to and check that to see if, if can, your muffler's yes, hooked up. If right. it's nitrous or your muffler's legal or whatever. Right, because so, you can't but, straight. You're not supposed to straight pipe. You're supposed to still have so, a muffler, and and that's the kicker. A, yeah. So the nickname for many many years. Hold on, let me get it back. Get it out. For for the Harley guys, let you get it up. Said, that's, that's that's the other show. They said. No, they said that's the only thing they liked about Garth Brooks because they called it Thunder Roll. Ah, okay. So when they uh, rolled underneath the bridge like that, they called it Thunder Rolls. Right. So if you ask somebody what it is, now then another nickname for it's called screaming or 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 yelling when you're underneath there. It's people would like. I drove up there. It was a it was a really cool kick ass, um, yellow uh, new Dodge Charger. And you know that thing could fly off the streets. And we make the little turn underneath the underpass and blows you up and I'm like oh that's awesome bro and I have to say that was loud and that was awesome because you know I like loud sounds and I'm a man and that's what we do so my, my pet peeve was I never got the instructions that when you pull under an underpass that you're supposed to rev my engine so I'm in my work truck and I, and I pull under it and I go rum rum <laughs> meow yeah, nice clean air, nice clean whatever place. Sorry, work truck, and uh, I go to rev the engine going underneath it, and they're like looking at me like, "You all right, Grandpa?" So, there's my pet peeve of the day, and I wanted to share everybody. <laughs> Rolling thunder, baby. So thunder I, rolls. I, I got to tell you, the cars that have the obnoxious tailpipes, where like they've straight piped it, or they've removed the catalytic converter, because those things are illegal, and it makes the car a little bit louder. Those cars piss me off. Because of just what you're talking about. My son's race car, when he had that, we would go into like a parking garage and rev his car yes. just to set off everybody's alarm. And if you were in that garage at the time, you couldn't hear. That car was, like I said, I kid you not, you rev that car up and you just give it you give it some gas. And when you back off, it starts shooting flames out the rear end. Now, yeah. it was yeah. built as it was built to be a race car. And it sounded loud. Because that's what the engine sounded like, and that was with mufflers. Now, they had the right. least muffler they could possibly have to make it legal, but that car was street legal, and it could do that. And that's So <clears throat> I, I judge the cars by if it's real, I'm okay with it. If it's fake, if you've modified it to illegality, then I don't like it. I forgot. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's, it's a great show, and we are, our, our listenership is up. We've got somebody we're negotiating with to give us money to give out burritos for free. <laughs> for, yeah, burritos. That's all good. I can't bring their name up because I, 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 yeah. now it's actually being negotiated. But I've been, and Danny can attest who sees me, I, I've gotten a little bit better shape. Um, I'm down I'm down a little bit. And, um, but, you know, I wanted to go on a diet, but I, I just have so much on my plate right now. <laughs> Ooh, you better watch out you better not cry so um so and then on, on this on the last topic what does a witch's car what sound does a witch's car make broom 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 <laughs> so there's my, my first two jokes of the week i hadn't Somebody heard that i just guessed comment. that one so 
So it was a bravo, sir. I mean, it's okay. It's a it's a classic dad joke. But but somebody had given me some feedback I, about. If I know hey, the dad joke, I don't jokes. break you Where's off. Yeah. If I I don't I don't sell the punchline. If I know the joke, I only do it if I'm nah. guessing it. And that one I guess. So. Indeed, you did. So bravo. Uh, Point, Danny. In the red corner. You hear, so you hear anyway, about the Hispanic guy who had two? He had a pair of twins. You know what he named him? Uh huh. First one. Uh, he, I, I I do. Go ahead. Okay. First one he named Juan. Second one he named two. He had twins again. Do you know what he named him this time? Uh huh. Jose and Jose B. Oh no, <laughs> that was the fireman's son. You gotta watch out. What do you call? What do you call four matadors in quicksand? I don't know. Oh, get ready. If you're out there, don't be driving. Here it comes. Cuatro Cinco. (laughs) 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 And that's a response joke. Don't don't worry. That's good. Copyrighted by ChuckOlson.com. I've had that joke for like 30 years. There you go. I like that one. That's my joke. That's Mm -hmm. my joke. I got some camel jokes, but we're not talking about camels. So, uh, hot off the presses, ladies and gentlemen. One of the biggest stories, and uh, our buddy Big Chad up north, who, you know, he's a friend of the show, has a lot of good things going. Uh, I got to tell you, man, you, I get, I'm going to give you a moment of silence on having old guys roll radio, a uh, little cheers, drink, whatever you do when Memorial. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, have traded uh, one of the reasons I think that's carried um, Mahomes, in my, not, not just in my opinion, they traded Hill, Tyreek Hill. Um, wow. The yeah. undersized, explosive receiver who they designed that entire offense around, who, you know, yeah. watch the Super Bowl they won, the games they win, the big games they win. Yeah. They find little routes for him to do it. They they traded him to the Miami Dolphins for the most ridiculous contract I've ever heard of. Oh, Andy, my God. Tell us about the contract, please. Good uh, Lord. All right. So, well, uh, there's, there's – Three, te- three teams need to pay attention right now. First off, um, the Chiefs, okay? This happened because of Mahomes' contract. 2022, his cap hit was $35 million, and 2023, his cap yep. hit is $46 million. They needed to come up yes. with $11 million, and where do you do it? Well, you've got this receiver with a high contract, so you dump him. So, Kansas City, folks, you got the better end of the deal on it. Miami, y'all need to pay attention because you got screwed. Three years $75 million. So a wide receiver is going to cut. Wait, guaranteed, brother. Guaranteed. guaranteed. Yeah. Up to $120 million, Up to $40 million yep. a year. But he's guaranteed $25 million a year for a wide receiver. So, And they gave up a first, a third, a fourth, and this year. And then next year, they gave up a fourth and a sixth. So, hello, Husher Walker deal. That's, I mean, that, yep. Miami's not going to get any picks this year because they got uh, Tariq. And so I'm hoping that they had cap room. I think they so, did, which is why they were able to do it. I think so, too. They, they didn't make any moves on quarterback, though. Remember, everybody was up, they were in the yeah. quarterback market, and they stuck with Tua. And uh, so we they were a pretty good team, but everybody was kind of wondering, what are they going to do? So bringing in hell – could put that extra support for two in where you got that release valve who could make your offense a success. And this was this was truly re- re- relevant a couple of years ago uh, when, when Hill got hurt. They Kansas City still had a strong receiving core, but that release valve for the 10 to 20 yard release valve or first down that 
you can't cover Hill on those little breaking routes. The only way you can you can cheap shot him, but he got knocked out and got knocked out of this for about half the season. And Kansas City barely made the playoffs. So, you know, all respect Kansas City. Great, good, good luck on your season. But let's make a let's put a what you call it, like an asterisk right here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's mark this and let's see once they integrate if they have enough time to integrate the offense around Hill. Let's see what this does for the offense because the defense of the Dolphins has been above average. You know, not to say that they're great, but they've got a they've got some defense, and they didn't lose their coaching staff. So let's just see what happens, Dan. This could yeah. be kind of a game changer. I've had I've read some reports where this says now it's kind of flip flops. It, it kind of evens out. It makes the, the Dolphins a contender in the AFC, yeah. and keeps drops the Chiefs down to about the same level well, off a of one player bro well now and and here's the thing and this is just where like so i got my third team that you need to pay attention to here in a second but when you pay your quarterback as much as they paid my home you got to lose other players right now here's where where, yes here's where tua is tua is at his contracts a 30 million dollar contract he's averaging seven and a half million a year and so you figure that that's $39 million that the Dolphins have to go chasing somebody else. So 20 of it they just spent – or 25 of it they just spent on a wide yeah. receiver. So that's what they did. So Dallas, you need to pay attention because you don't have Mahomes as your quarterback, but you've got that $40 million contract and you've got 17 yep. in your running back, which is why you lost your number one receiver this year and you're going to lose some of your defensive players – and they dumped an offensive starter as well, an offensive You're lineman starter. Right. And they got nothing for him. They dumped him and just nope. dumped him to get rid of $11 million worth of cap. So just for you guys. And, and the kicker. Uh, Cowboy, they got rid of the kicker. He yeah. was a great kicker. So when um, Another one that this happened to. So do you remember just a few months ago, there was the – well, all, all year it was a big thing about uh, Rodgers in, in Green Bay. And so they talk to Rodgers, and they do this big deal, and they sign him. And then what happens? They get rid of the reason why Rodgers is not going to get to a Super Bowl again. They got rid of Adams. They traded away Devontae Adams. Whether they liked it or not, it's a business decision because you only got so much money if you pay your quarterback too much. There it is. So when we talk about why the Steelers didn't get Garofalo versus they got Trubisky, Trubisky is a much more risky. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Trubisky is a lot more risky, but they got him for a couple million. So right. they didn't have to dump. They're, now now look what they're doing. So, God, you know, Danny, you, ladies and gentlemen, you all know Big Ben's. Uh, Big Ben's a friend of mine. I like to watch him every time. My point is, Big Ben Roethlisberger, because they, they lost, they've been picking up quality middle starters, backups, alignment, Two other, they, they've loaded their rosters getting loaded because they had about thirty-five more million dollars to spend, adding to the roster. So I'm telling you, even if Trubisky can just manage the game and make a few good plays, they've got a lineman. They've got they've got two offensive linemen. They've got three cornerbacks. They, they re- the Steelers are loading it up off that forty fifty million dollar guarantee they had with Rosselberger. So Danny, you made a very astute one. I want to give you give you some props. You you made you've made this several times. That if they overpay Prescott, then the Cowboys are going to have to lose. And that's 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 where the, that's where the salary cap will catch up with you eventually when you overpay somebody. Um, now yeah. I will say this, and this is kind of interesting because when you're looking at Trevik, so the Dolphins gave up a lot. They gave up a ton, and I'm not. I'm. I'm. I think they gave up too much. But having said that, and having Tua 
Depends on how they feel their pieces are because if they feel that they're that one guy away, you think about Tua and his ability to run with his feet. And all of a sudden, you got this crazy receiver who can run all over the place. And the two of them together could be pretty dangerous. And if it makes it to the playoffs, it's worth it, you know, deep in the playoffs. And if it doesn't, then it wasn't. But the one thing they have is because Tua's contract is so low and it's for the next three years. Well, yeah. Is uh, that the rookie contract that is on? I think it is. I think he, I, although it looks like they gave him, because, uh, you know, well, and I don't remember how high he went. Because, like, oh, Dax initial. No, I think he's just about out of it. Well, he's got he wasn't years. doing great, and he was injured. Yeah, so I, I, I just, I, I retract that. Well, he's I, got a, four, it says Go he signed a, his current contract, signed a four-year, $30 million contract with the Dolphins. Uh, and so it's uh, $20 million guaranteed, $7.5 million for the for the years. But I think he's already played one of that years. But it doesn't really matter. The thing is, is that um, Tariq Hill's contract will be expired before they have to try to pay Tua. So let's say they go to Super Bowl and win. Let's say Tua becomes uh, an MVP player. Let's say he develops and becomes fantastic. Before they have to pay him, they will be out from under that that contract that they just signed. So from that standpoint, they had the money to spend. Uh, maybe it's worth the gamble. You know, maybe if they feel like they got all the other parts, he's the one guy uh, that could do it. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I think it was too much, but I'm just saying, if they like their position and think they're one guy away, might have been the right move. I really will tell you that I think it it has a lot of potential. Um, if he can, he he is a couple years. You know, he's not he's not a rookie, right? Right. So um, I. Sometimes you got to go all in and try to make a change. So I'm not even saying. I think it's a steal. I now they may have given up too much, but there was two yeah. other teams out there saying that we we want them. We want them. If you're going to trade them, we'll take them. But that that, that was the sweetest deal they could have got. So uh, congratulations, Dolphins. Dolphins fans out there. I don't know a lot of them. Not to be rude. Yeah. Um, only perfect season ever in history. Jerks. Steelers had a chance. Patriots had a chance. But I will tell you that uh, it's a move. Um, so now, now for one of my famous uh, all-time, Danny, if you'll pull this up, I'll make sure we've got the same list. Yeah. So, who are the top five NBA scorers of all time? Okay. Well, Just I know, top five. Well, I know that number that I know um, who number one. Is. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is one of them. So, I think he's number two. What was now? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's name before that? Oh, I knew you were going to okay, ask me so that. I'm a basketball fan. Well, yeah. well, let me tell you. Lou, Lou, first, wait, wait. Before so, I make you, Cinder. Um, Lou, yes, Lou, I want to say Lou Hall, but that's not right. Um, no, you, no, you had it. It's yeah. almost there. Because I brought him up three or four times yeah. on the show. Yeah. My first book report, ladies and gentlemen, was on a player that played for the Milwaukee Bucks because I was a basketball guy. And as a kid, it was Lou Alcindor. Lou, Lou Alcindor. And he is the, is the all-time. You could never stop Kareem. There yeah. was, he was big enough that when he did that skyhook, when he was – even when he got old, he'd make that turn. You weren't going to stop. So that is the number one all-time scorer. Yeah. And if you would now tell us about the others, here's why I brought it up this week. Well, I was thinking that uh, Jordan was going to be on the list. Um, I was thinking Jordan that, on the list, correct. I was thinking Kobe would probably be there. Um, Top five? Let me see here. I, well, I didn't then, pull up the list. Okay. I'm not in front of my computer. Um, so All right. Let's see. Top five NBA scorers. All right, I've got right. it. I'm faster than you. Uh, one is right, Kareem so Abdul-Jabbar. And Kareem, I was going to say... Yeah, I, this is why. I was going to say, why, so. because LeBron James is active, so I figured that's who was not, who was on the on there. Uh, Kobe Bryant, well, Michael Jordan, and then uh, Carmelo. 
In fact, huh. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah. LeBron James, Carl Malone, Coke Bryant, and Michael Jordan. Dirk's number six. Wilt, number seven. But that was the big deal back a few years ago is when Dirk passed Wilt. Right. But now, what happened the other day, and why I wanted to bring this up to you, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm a lifetime Laker fan, um, and I respect Carl Malone. <laughs> No titles. <laughs> no titles. Hot you. No, no, no championships. Hot you. But LeBron now, because of the longevity of his career, he has a chance. It's a, it's a small window. But he's got a chance. If he could squeeze in two or three more years, he could be the all-time scorer in the history of the NBA. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, he obviously has, has had a – Magnificent career, and he's an incredible scorer. Um, you know, the game's a little different uh, than it was uh, when uh, Kareem played, so that's that's part of it. Or Jordan. There's a, or Jordan. There's a lot more scoring going on now, so that's part of it. Or even Malone. Now, I, I, I know Malone never won a title. Didn't he play with Jack Stockton? I mean, John Stockton? Yeah, he did play okay. with John Stockton. Which, which is crazy. Majority of the careers were in Houston. Right. And those two are all the famers. But John Stockton uh, is number two and or number one assists. in assists ever. And you would I don't think know that those oh, two guys. Yeah, Still, you would think those two guys. I thought somebody passed them. No, number two is Jason Kidd. Chris Paul is number three. But Chris Paul is 5,000 okay. assists away. I mean, he's a long way. Right, right, now, right. LeBron is the only well, one who's on both lists, uh, and he's uh, number – Seven on the assist list. So the fact that he's dished it out to be number seven on the hey, hey, LeBron James, whether he gets the number one or not, he is the um, oh my god I, I, the the Canadian dude in hockey. Um, I just drew a blank. I had Gretzky. His, Gretzky. He's the Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky of basketball because Gretzky oh. led the league. No, Gretzky led the league in shooting. And in assist, and that's what made him right. so great. Okay. Is that Fair. he could score? Yes, he could score. He could but, do whatever. But then he could he didn't pass win the it. most titles. Correct. Yeah. And he was not. Now, now I got to Okay, very good point. But let me add on piggyback, piggyback. Yeah. All right. So piggyback um, is that I got to challenge the fact with Gretzky is that he is the greatest of all time. Yes. Yes. I would. I would put that out there. But I do not. I challenge all of you. NBA fans, Sean out there, all my friends are basketball fans. I, I Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, or maybe Wilt Chamberlain. You could even throw in Oscar Robertson. Um, you lay any of those up. Is is LeBron one of the top five or ten? Absolutely. But but how about how about is do, LeBron the the greatest of his generation? Of his group. Because yeah. he played in a different time say, than Jordan, in a different time than Chamberlain, and a different time than well, Lou, Lou Alcindor, I mean, right? So is he I, the greatest say, of his time? Would, of his time? Yeah. I would say yes. Okay, yeah. I, I, I twist a little bit about Nowitzki. Yeah. Nowitzki, at one point, was unstoppable also in head-to-head. Now, complete and total game. You know, LeBron, in his mid of his career, he could do what everyone on the court. Like Jordan, like other people. But the funny thing, okay, and, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in Old Guys Real Radio. This season's been a blast. We've got more listeners and more things going on than ever. It's a lot of fun. All right, uh, I, I do ha- I got- have to throw this out real quick. If, you got a second? Okay. Yeah. Who leads in the most personal fouls in the history of the NBA? 
Uh, Bill Lambeer. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And number two is Carl. Ah. And number two is Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Back when, you well. could, back when you could get an offensive foul for shooting, run, jumping into somebody and shooting. I'm sorry. Go ahead with well, where you were. No, just, well, but wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Who's played the most games in the history of the NBA? Well, and that that's, I believe, is Kareem. Those two, both of them, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, those those will probably be the – Kareem played like 20 years. Yeah. He, he was off finesse. But back then, I'm telling you, you didn't want to run into Carl Malone. I don't know if you ever saw him or – or I, I, I walked into a room where he was, and him and Dynas, uh, Dallas Diamond Page, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, the wrestler, were standing in the day they were doing a promotional event. Those guys weren't no joke, dude. They weren't 6'1", 6'2", jokesters. Those are a couple of big – big dudes and and you know that's the thing about the nba you don't realize because i played basketball in the in the day you go in the middle you're getting you're getting smacked back in the day so um anyway i thought that was an interesting twist folks that lebron passed carl malone um i would tell you that carl malone an all-time classic towards the middle and end of his career carl malone was a great player because he developed a little bit of a jump shot and he wasn't just all muscle uh and I just, I really love John Stockton's game. You know, guy who's just, he, he served, Domino's Pizza it never served as many dishes out as John Stockton, <laughs> for God's sakes. He was dishing them and wishing them, fools. All right, excuse me, that's a little joke I had. Hey, can I throw some more stats? Because you got me on a sheet, and I, I pulled up a sheet with yeah, yeah. too many. So Holy sheet. Carl, ahead, Carl Malone had the most uh, free throws ever made. He also had the most attempted. So I just thought that was interesting. But but this is great. LeBron James leads the NBA history of the most turnovers. Which, <laughs> which here's the interesting part. Because, because when you talk about these scores, right, and you talk about turnovers, a lot of the big scorers don't have them. You've got now Carl Malone's on there too, but Carl Malone was a big ball handler. John Stockton was a big ball handler. Russell Westbrook, Kobe Bryant, Jason Kidd, ball handlers, Isaiah Thomas. So these guys are ball handlers. And over all of that, LeBron James, the main scorer, also has the most turnovers. That just shows how much time how much time he spends with a ball in his hand. Hey, Ayo. what's the difference between a what's the difference between a, a small tree and LeBron James? A small tree has more rings. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> How do you know when you – oh, man, these are these are fantastic. All right. Oh, man. Well, anyway, what do LeBron James and a blonde have in common? Nothing. They both suck. <laughs> and then they eventually get they, – they eventually get a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Out. Oh, very, very nice, very nice. Not sure that was appropriate for this show. Oops. Okay, maybe a little zingy. Um, but well, what's a mosquito and a blonde have in common? No, no. Um, they they don't stop sucking until you slap them. <laughs> Oops. There goes the show. All anyway, right. welcome to Old Guys Zingy Radio. Uh, anyway. Uh, we got to get back to it. Uh, thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. A little fun, a little, little fun on jokes. Um, but I I told you we're going to talk about NBA. Uh, NBA, uh, right now, uh, as we're wrapping and we're kind of coming around the back stretch of the NBA, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. Um, I think there's going to be some interesting uh, – a couple of – how it's setting up. A couple of setups with the – if you'll pull up the records uh, – there's a couple of setups I want to talk about. The Lakers, for the first time, uh, for the first time 
Manny that I can remember, I think the only thing LeBron's going to be playing for is if he gets traded or not. Yeah, because I, I don't think they're going to make Lakers, it. Lakers, Lakers aren't going to make it. No. Um, I think that the move they made, uh, again, being a Lakers fan almost my whole life, is when they got Russell Westbrook, I think that was a bad move because he also needs the ball. And he's also kind of, you know, so – do you have any opinion about Russell Westbrook? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it like it's hot. Okay, I'm not I, I'm not a huge fan of Russell what Russell Westbrook, but I just just read the stat, and so sometimes okay. you got to look at your team, and yeah, yeah, you're trying to get somebody to help out LeBron, but LeBron leads the NBA in history for the most turnovers, and Russell Westbrook's yeah. in the top five, which means right. that's pro. Right. You don't want to bring somebody well, prone to turn a ball over if you've already got somebody. And I'm not knocking LeBron. So is, I'm just saying, you know what is. What is the tagline on Westbrook? Is physical? Uh, you know, he's the only one other than there's only two players in the history of NBA to average a triple double in a season. Right. I mentioned the other one earlier. Do you remember who it is? Lou Alcindor. No. Oh. Triple triple double. Only the only two players who've ever done it is Oscar Robertson. Okay. All right. When he played for Cincinnati, when they had a professional basketball team. Um, showing my sports old school garbage. Back and when Russell they also had a professional football of, team too. Oh no, they had a good year. Uh, basketball, yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. that was a good. One. <laughs> Nicely, well played, sir. So, but, but here's the tagline on Westbrook: tough, uh, aggressive. Uh, but dude, he doesn't have a shot when it comes down to the time to make a shot. Time and time again, he can't. You can't give. He's an all-star for what he does in the regular season, and he's made a great living being a fantastic athlete. But that's why they had to have James Harden in Oklahoma because you've got to have someone who can shoot the ball when you need a shot made. He doesn't have anything outside of about 15 to 20 feet consistently, especially when the pressure cooker's on because he's such a lift person. So there's one of the reasons that – Dirk and Larry Bird and other guys like that, and me, who used to used to not be able to jump that much. I can jump about five inches off the ground now. <laughs> if there's a snake, ten. Is it's all about like in the three point contest, ladies and gentlemen. Watch the guys who have to elevate to shoot. So after about the third rack, the guys who have to come up off the ground to shoot the jump shot, mm-hmm. they start to lose a little bit off of their shot because it's energy. And it's energy, and it's energy. Now, the guys who have a little more of a set shot, like Dirk and some other people who can bird, who have the ability to not have to leave the ground so much to get their shot off on people, they're going to be more consistent. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're not taking a leap to shoot. They're just they taking, they're, they're not taking right. a jump. They're taking a hop. Right, it's it's a little hop. It's, it's a, a little. little they leave yeah. their feet, they set their yeah. feet, yeah. and they go up. And then when they make that motion, and that's a difference between they call it a set shot and yeah. a jump shot. Yeah. And so now everything's jump shot in the NBA. But but you'll find some players who like LeBron now. When he goes up for three, he doesn't leave the ground 15, 20 inches. Right. He leaves the ground two to three inches because you train someone. The lower you come off the ground, the yeah. easier it is for you yeah. to get your shot off in rhythm. In rhythm, and it's also. 
easier to make a shot if you're bumped if you're not so far off the ground. So one of the things about all the greatest is Russell Westbrook is a smaller guy, not tiny, but he's a small, not stout, but he's not 6'5", 6'7", whatever. So he's got to elevate to shoot, and it's easier to disrupt people who have to elevate to shoot, and they're not as consistent. So Westbrook um, may be Hall of Fame statistically, but I wouldn't want him on my team at the end of the game. He could drive the show and ride, drive the bus the whole game, then go sit on the bench if there's a minute left. Because I gotta have something to shoot. So. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. No, basketball that's all right. knowledge. That's all right. Had to take take everybody out there to basketball college. <laughs> basketball knowledge. So thank you for tuning in, to Old Guys Real Radio. It's your guy Chuck sitting around the corner from Big Daddy Licky. And we're about to go into our favorite part of the show. Yeah. It is a great part of the show. It not only is it a great part of the show, it's why you listen. And why, why, why we're dissing. And why you should not be dismissing. So thank you for tuning into this episode. We appreciate each and every one of you all around the world, all around the country. You are awesome. We are just good. Our, our favorite folks out there in, <laughs> in our, our favorite favorite folks out in Germany, right? <laughs> No, I love still, people. They Germany. still listen. They still listen faithfully. We do appreciate it. Well, I will tell you right now, folks in Germany, you won't be able to get most of the beers that I'm going to be sending you. But I found a couple German beers at my local beer store, so I'm going to review a beer from Germany next week. And whether you like it or not, or whether I like it or not, it's coming your way. So, Danny, what do you got for this week, my brother? Well, I have a battle snake. It's almost snake well, season whoop. around here. Hey, whoop. wait, 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 wait. I didn't. I'm not talking about your inappropriate riches joke. Oh, Did you say battlesnake? Yeah, battlesnake. <laughs> oh no, well hold the can up. It's a, oh, it's actually a drink. Oh my gosh, I thought it was. It looks like an energy drink. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It's from Martin House yeah. Brewery, and I've talked about them before. I had a couple of their regular yeah. beers. I really liked them. I had a couple of their fruity crap, and I really, you know, because I think they make yeah, the yeah. Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity beer and i know they make the best made pickle beer and, and i just man that's just not my thing uh, but a lot of people like them and they do it well but i've had a couple of regular beers and they were pretty good so this one is called the super fresh double ipa um this was so so i found a new uh, a new liquor store i was down in glen rose texas which is actually closer than granberry to my house and there's a place called the Red Barn. It's the only liquor store there. And I'm looking at beer, and this girl who is Was like... It, did we go to that place? No, we've not been there. I don't oh. even think I took you to Glen Rose okay. while you were here. But so we're, we're I go to the Red Barn because I had a, I had a doctor's appointment. My doctor's in Glen Rose. And so I'm like, I need a beer for the show. It's the only liquor store there. And there's this girl, and she's like... She looks like she's... 18 but i guess she was old yeah. enough right because she's in there with beer Ugh. and i start i'm looking and she's like can i help you find anything and i said i'm looking for something i've never had before and we start talking beer they're like so do you work <laughs> here because she, was, she was standing out, in kid. line right. and she says no my father owns a place and it's this old guy behind the counter really nice guy so they get a lot of they love martin house brewery she loves it so they get a lot of it and they get a lot of their stuff this just came in today. He's like, I think I've got something new that's not on the shelf. And it's actually a 16-ounce can. It's an India Pale Ale. Uh, it's 10% alcohol by volume. So if uh, you listen to uh, – if I like it and you're listening to Area 51 today, I, it might be some old guy slur radio for me. Um, I was looking to see – I could not find – they never put on there the uh, – um, 
Did you tell him that you may review the beer on our show? I told him I was going to. I told him. I told him what I did. I told him we've been doing it for four years, and I'm looking for new beers. I figured I'll come in the first time and let him know what I'm getting the beer for, yeah. and the second time I'll start asking him for free beers. But the guy was helping me find different stuff so that I could try. I've already got next week's beer in my refrigerator, and nice. If you're game, and we'll have to play this later, but if you're game and we can do the show on Monday, my brother will be in, and I got him a white milk stout to try. So if you want to do it on Monday instead of Wednesday, uh, we could have somebody try some stout we don't normally try. What? Done deal. And right. I have a new guest. So it's got, um, it it's got a really good color. Looks kinda... It's got a really good fruity flavor um, like I like in the IPA. So here we go. I'm not a big hoppy guy, not too much. It, it, it's got a little bit of hop. So if you hate hops, you're not going to like the beer. If you like hops, I think you'll enjoy it like me because it, it, it probably is not my favorite. And if you love hops, you're going to freaking love this beer. It's got a lot of flavor, really good flavor, a little bit of a hoppy kick, but that's because it's a double IPA. Crazy looking but can. Crazy. can looks like Star Wars. It's got a big old snake with a gun on it. A big old um, snake and a gun on it and all this crazy <laughs> crap on there. It's a really cool can. So I, well, you I'm going to give, that a, I'm gonna uh, give it a drink. It. No, it. no, no, I'm going to give it a drink. It. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's right. good. I will definitely drink all four of these. Because uh, it came in a four-pack because they're 10% alcohol. Um, I'll definitely drink them. It's good. Um, like I said, it's a little hoppier than I like, but that doesn't take away from its flavor profile and all that good stuff. It's a dead gum good beer. So there you go. Okay. Battlesnake from nice. Martin House Brewery. Drink it. Fantastic. So I just grabbed one out of our, my local uh, little f- fun place. It's called Austin's Amber. Independence Brewery, cool black can, six percent. Danny knows I like a uh, 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 Kolsch, uh, amber yeah. beers. Um, this one does have six percent alcohol, um, so this is a have a steak and maybe one or two, I guess. So, uh, well, we're going to give it a try here. It's an original ale uh, made here in Texas. So uh, here we go. I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Hey, dump it. Dump it. Dump it. Dump it. I gotta get something else. Hold on. Gotta watch uh, that bad boy down, huh? Oh my word! I don't know if it was expired or maybe they had a bad batch or something. But boy, that that that's ready for the Charles Barkley. We would do a basketball. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. That's terrible. That beer, that beer should be poured over a pig's rump and roasted in the ground for five days. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible, Danny. Oh, they should close the brewery, and when they ought to close that brewery down and start making rice and pancakes for people. That's terrible. <laughs> I do a good Charles. Yes, you do. Person. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I no, did tell I did pick. tell him about our, uh, our our rating scale. You know, I told him we used to yeah. rate it, and we just thought, what the hell? And I said, oh, you know, I, got, a, well, I told uh, him I told him how we got to the drink it, dump it, or keep it stage, and that was after we yeah. came up with yard beer and river beer. 
And yard beer yeah. is a beer that is light with that's full of flavor, but it's lightweight. Doesn't fill you down when you're working out in the yard and it's 110 degrees in Texas. Right. That's a great beer to drink, and that's a yard beer. And so that's a drink it. And then I told him, I said, yeah. And then we had we had river beer. So the girl, she said she goes to school in Austin. So she's in college and goes to school in Austin, and she's just up here for whatever. And um, so anyway, uh, when I said, yeah, it's river beer, and she goes, river beer? And I'm like, yeah. You know, I said – it's so bad you're never going to drink it so you put it in your refrigerator and when you go tubing down a river you put it in a cooler so when people come up and want to bum a beer that's the beer you give away and she goes oh my god that's fantastic so she thought that was a great way to rate a river beer so i said those we call it dump it and i said and then if you're going to keep it and drink it when everything else is gone then we call that a keep it and i said so that's our rating you you either want to drink it or you want to dump it or you want to just you'll save it for later just in case this may be a little bit off topic, but yeah. I found it was a funny joke. Uh, what do you call 143 white guys chasing after one black guy? The PGA Tour. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> uh, well, at one point it was true. It may not be that. It may not be. <laughs> no, no, not not so much. Why did the fun. chicken? Why did the chicken cross the basketball court? I don't know. He heard the referee was blowing fouls. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm bum 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 Dude, I'm a little spicy today. I got a little couple of right. zingers for you. So I got a question for you. Um, I, we've gotten into March Madness, all right, and we both had our picks. And we you're, put them up. You're you're doing pretty good, actually. Okay, I don't. I, well, I, I I went 23 and nine on the first day yeah. or the the first round. Um, I went about half and half, uh, not quite half and half on the second round, because uh, obviously as you lose one, then you know makes it a little bit harder. But um, so, have you tracked how you did? I was going to ask you because I don't have your bracket. I never looked it up. I'm sorry, I'm too damn lazy to do that. That's your own job. Well, so <laughs> I, I still have eight. I still have two teams in it. Uh, my Only bracket two? fell apart. Yeah. Oh, no, wow. no. 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 Two of my top. Because I also took Kansas, um, Gonzaga, and Auburn. Yes, so Auburn that's right. got yeah. destroyed. Okay, so I got so I've got two teams in it for my overall. Who might still win it? But uh, as you all know, ladies and gentlemen, listen to the show. I always pick underdogs. I go for the low end. I I I, I root for the little guy. You know, blah blah blah. So, so that's um, why I asked if you tracked it because I wanted to know yeah. who's your best underdog. Who's your worst underdog? Who, you know, like who did you really think was going to pull it out and didn't? And then who's your best underdog that you picked that, that may or may not still be there? So, um, I, I could tell you that I, I'm going to still stick with, with, with Big Kansas. I talked to a friend of mine. Big K said he thinks Arizona's going to leverage it. You've got both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so you've got all both of them going. All I didn't have Arizona. There. My 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 yeah. final four. All four of your there. final picks, and yeah. I've only got two. The best part of this entire process is it's just like Houston, right? So Houston Cougars have two top ten picks who aren't playing for them right now, right? And and I'm talking NBA draft top ten picks. But when you saw them up make a win the other day, and they were one of my people I put in the in the in the, in the eight, 
you saw that coach when Sanford came off that and they, and they won that game. He actually was emotional and celebrated because he knew they really shouldn't be making it that far this year because his big guys are out, his money players are out. Yeah. So that's what it's so awesome about basketball. I yeah. don't have my 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 the stats in front of me. You want to start going over teams and you can read them off to me. Okay, I'll well, tell you who's going to go. Okay, well so your your uh, your Houston pick is still there, which is great. Um, so yeah. my my Alabama's pick is going to play Houston. It'll be Alabama and Houston on that side. Actually, I've got I've got the thing yeah. in front of me. I, I was going to okay. Uh, you've got Gonzaga, Arkansas. Um, on that game, I had really thought that uh, UConn was going to go, so I missed out on that. Uh, UConn was going to be my – I think that what they were – I want to say they were like 11, or, but they were going to be my upset. Um, I have Duke and Tech, which um, which I had picked, so kind of happy about that. I couldn't believe I actually got one whole one. Uh, and then you got Arizona, Houston, or you got Houston. I got Arizona. Uh, I didn't think Houston was going to was gonna make it. Um, so, you know, that's just where I am on those four. That's playing tomorrow. On Friday, you yes. got the rest of it. You got Purdue and St. Peter's. Now, um, I had Purdue. I'm, I have. I thought I had Purdue, too. You may have. I had half of St. Peter's. And what I mean by that is I did not pick St. Peter's to upset Kentucky. I picked Murray to upset Kentucky because Murray went on. So I thought Kentucky was going to fall, and I picked Murray to beat Kentucky. Instead, St. Peter's beat them the week before. Murray did get into the game and then wound up losing to St. Peter's. So I did have an upset there, Roger. just the wrong one. So, so I thought that was kind of cool because I did I at least pick K- Kentucky to go. So, yeah, that they'd be going down. Yeah. So we, we both still got two or three picks going to the Final Four. I think it was kind of logical that, you know, if you were a betting per, if we were betting to make a living, it's almost, I mean, you, you don't lose too much money betting the, the, the number one seeds. So you just go in and bet yeah. the number one yeah. seeds, and it's two or three, at least three uh, every year, usually four, get to the Final Four. And uh, it's who's playing better, who's got the talent, and they put them in there for a reason. I mean, college basketball is a billion-dollar industry yeah. by a long shot. It's a multi-billion. So go well, ahead. I, well, okay, I, I was going to tell you, I got, a, I got another one that I think is uh, kind of in there. Um I really didn't think Baylor was going to go down like they did. I didn't think they were going to lay that egg on North Carolina. Uh, they fell apart. However, I did have them losing to UCLA. So I, I didn't oh. think Baylor was going to make it all the way through. So it's but UCLA. Ultimately, your long-term pick might come through. That is, that, who's the UCLA play uh, Friday? They, they're going to play North Carolina, the number eight seed, North Carolina. And so so that, that, but you can't tell eights and sixes and mixes and, eights and those fours, are, that's yeah. the fun, man. Yeah, yeah. You just can't see who's going to come out of it, and it's it's exciting. It's fun. It comes down to coaching, sure, and uh, it comes down to huevos rancheros. But uh, uh, <laughs> um, nothing like some huevos and some rancheros. Yeah. So then you got. Um, let's see. It's what Kansas is playing. Providence is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Kansas yeah. is playing Providence, and I did not have. I had Kansas, but on that bottom bracket, I lost. I think I yeah, lost every yeah. freaking game. I sure as heck didn't have Miami. <laughs> I, I picked Miami getting out of the first round, but I thought they were going to lose to Auburn, and everybody else I picked all got beat. But uh, if Kansas wins, you know, I could still have uh, 
I lost Tennessee. I thought that they were going to go, but I still have over half of the the Elite Eight that I could still pick up. And then, of course, like I said, I still got my Final Four still alive. So I don't know. I, I was happy with my picks. Uh, I thought I could have done a little bit better, but I was I was pleased where it was, and I had a couple upsets. Like I said, I was so mad that that uh, um, St. Murray one, or St. Peter's, I mean, beat Kentucky because I knew that Murray was going to take them out. I, I knew that they were going to get there, and I knew they were going to take them out, and it was going to fall. And then I'm like, oh, hell, they fell before. Knew the dragon was going to be slayed, Yeah, didn't know who the dragon was going to be slayed by. Yeah. So it's it's the same difference, and it's pretty close. Um, <laughs> you know why LeBron James can't shop at the dollar store? I uh, know. He's only got three quarters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we have a podcast, I'm going to tell LeBron James. Okay, so you're, you're off telling yeah, the tell, Tom Brady jokes. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Well, Tom Brady's back. You know, and yeah. we didn't. I don't know we if didn't really talk about right that now, last so. week, did we? And so, no, we didn't get a chance to, and it's because I hate him so much. Um, Tom Brady, ladies and gentlemen, around the world has decided to grace his presence with the group. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they will not come back and win the Super Bowl again. Um, they don't have the special magic that they did, and he'll probably start getting hammered and blamed. Now, with that being said, maybe I jinx the universe like I usually do, <laughs> and they win a freaking Super Bowl. But if that's the case, you can blame it on me. Bet your money now if you're a betting man on Tom Brady winning it, because I said he would. Jerk. Um, the other thing is I think Tom Brady uh, is actually the Terminator. Coming back from the future to play football to screw us all, and then the the robots will take over the world. So, all right. <laughs> if you say so, yeah. There you go. Um, I've got uh, some other sports notes. Of sort. What do you? I know you're not the biggest UFC fan. If you ever come visit, well, now wait. I now got that it. You have no, a fire stick yeah. supreme. Yeah, I got it. You can watch them. You're going to start getting into it, dude. Yeah. It's, it is real. It is real fun. I had a but, hell of a good uh, time watching them the, when when I was down there a couple weeks ago. Uh, so, and it's on your thing, ladies and gentlemen. He, he he's he's also there. Uh, now a fire sticker, fire sticker, fire sticker. So, um, what do you think of Connor? McGregor? Fire sticker, fire sticker, boom, boom, boom. But, <laughs> 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 kind of funny, actually. But yeah, so Danny's a fire sticker too. So, um. From our brought to us by our friend at a lot of money, but I'm telling you folks, if you want a cheaper way to watch TV, it's just awesome. So, what do you think of Conor McGregor? And I'll, I'll explain why. I, I honestly, I I know that he was a champ, lost it, was a champ, lost it, was a champ, lost it, right, right, retired, right. didn't there. retired, didn't retired, That's, didn't you know that kind of because, thing? Because yes, yeah, so you're because dated you're a porn not star. Like, didn't date a porn star, married a porn star, divorced a porn star. Then, then got STD from a porn star. Then used his hundreds of millions of dollars and made his own whiskey brand. There you go. Okay. And then sold it for three hundred million dollars. All right. Well, there you are. So, so, but I think Conor McGregor is, is a big ball of garbage. I he he constantly fights people in public and does things that get him in trouble and, and it's just it's just garbage um he was just arrested for 84 traffic violations because he just wouldn't pay him dude's got like 500 million dollars juice the cops 
pay him off, whatever you got to do. And then he was the same guy. Remember, he went after another uh, fighter, broke a window, went after him, started all that garbage. And every time you turn, I think that dude's got PTSD and whiskey brain and needs <laughs> to just go, just go back off into his shillelagh and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's some big UFC fights coming up. Um, I do got to make, I do have to make a comment about the UFC. Okay. It is the most um, I wonder if our show will get canceled because of this. <laughs> um, oh well. Well, it is the most corrupt beleaguered uh, organization other than professional boxing because of Don King. Um, why is it? I guess this is a pet peeve. Why is it that the professional sports I like to watch are rigged. Like only certain people get fights when they want them to have fights. And the, in the UFC, it's the lowest percentage of pay gate wise and pay-per-view wise, uh, of any sport. Uh, I mean, what, what, they still make a lot about millions of dollars for fighting, but average UFC fights, you know, the, yeah. Three cards or lower cards. They only make thousands. Right. Not tens of thousands and not fifties of thousands. Right. When you've got 300 to $500 million coming in on some of these big events and you're going to pay some dude 10 grand to get his brains busted in. I've never understood why the pay is so crappy um, unless you have love for the game. And one of their champions... Uh, he he's been a champion for a while. Uh, it's not he's not on the top of my brain. He's just been middleweight champion. Hasn't been beat. Almost got beat. Adama. He went up against Dana White several fights ago and goes, "Why aren't you paying us better? I think we should get more than thirty percent of the championship amounts. Right. I think we should get more of this and more of this." And and I think he's right. So. Yeah. Um, my, my challenge is to Dana White and Conor McGregor. I think you two have really done well for yourselves. Now start giving back. Now, now it's time for you to start making it where they make a really good living and they can take care of their families for getting their brains bashed in. Um, and if you don't, unfortunately, people are still going to watch. <laughs> There's no threat from old guys. And unfortunately, I'm probably still going to watch. But there'll be a time that they'll come back and you'll get this massive lawsuit about underpay and unfairness and injuries and all this stuff. So, um, Joe Rogan, love you. Dana White, not so sure. Go. No, I, I, I think you're right on. I think the guys should get get paid more. And there's just there's there's no reason for it. There's no excuse for it. Um, you know, and and you're right. The the people are still gonna pay to watch, but until the fighters. Yep. Um, until they get in there and, you know, really quit fighting, um, nothing's going to change, unfortunately. It's just there's really no, they've no. got to They've got to do something stupid like baseball did and come up with a union that says we deserve this much 
where are the performers and it's never really happened in any sport it all comes down to negotiations of the contracts and the ufc is still such a individual representation sport that they have so much power over well, the fighters and, and here's part of the problem not, not only do they have power over the fighters but it's the fighters on the income you know hey i'm conor mcgregor i beat people's heads in and i date porn stars Buy my Big Mac at McDonald's. I mean, you know, it just doesn't work. So there's just limits to what they can they can market and sell. Now, ladies and gentlemen, know? I have to say that I just heard the worst impression I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> and I'm laughing at it. It was fantastic. From now on, I'm going to ask from from our, our hey. I've got we've got Conor McGregor online. How you doing, Conor? Hey, Conor, how are you? Oh, I woke up. I'm gonna make Danny do that more often. That's fantastic. Every time a big UFC fight, he's gonna be my con. And in the red corner is Conor McGregor, and Danny's gonna go, "Hey, Rose, me, Conor McGregor. I've got a beer and whiskey out me arse." Oh, there you that's go. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Well, I started out doing it, and then I just dropped it, and you know, I was like, "I'm Conor McGregor." I, I drink that's I drink terrible. beer. <laughs> I drink beer. I, I screw porn stars by McDonald's. I can actually I can actually do drink beer at McFadden's and drink and eat your burgers at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Never said I was good at impersonations. So, folks, thanks for tuning in to Old Guys Real Radio. It's been a great episode. Um, there's a lot of other things going on in sports. I've kind of went around like the uh, uh, the man who placed in the top ten in women's swimming, well, I, I left that one alone. Um, lots of things we've left alone. Um, so as we're coming up, to, uh, as we're rounding up this episode, uh, we're looking forward to the NHL playoffs. We'll touch on that next week. Looking, oh, well, so looking uh, for the NBA playoffs. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now on the NHL playoffs. All right, we talked about this like yeah. three or four weeks ago. One of the reasons we haven't been covering the NHL too much is I told you three or four weeks ago the East is done. And it's still done, and there's no changes. And we're down to, like, you know, we're inside 20 games. And, you know, yeah, they're not mathematically eliminated, but there's just really no way you're going to make up 19 points in 20 games. It, you know, it just doesn't happen unless somebody collapses. So unless something catastrophic happens, the East is done. In the West, and it's starting to break away, and I hate to tell you, it doesn't look like your Vegas Knights are going to make the playoffs. Um, the Dallas the Dallas Stars have passed them, and I know that they're going back and forth, and they can do that for a little bit. The only problem, and I said this three or four weeks ago, is that we're down to just a couple of teams, and I wasn't sure that the lower ones, Winnipeg still has a shot, Vegas has a shot, Dallas has a shot as far as that last playoff spot, and Dallas now is in first. There's still four games behind Vegas and playing. So if Vegas goes up right. three points, Dallas only has to win two of their last four or tie all four of them to knock Vegas out. Right. So so It'd Dallas really exciting has... Exciting finish. Yeah, exciting Dallas finish. has the upper hand. For and both Winnipeg, of us. For yeah, Winnipeg is, is, is still in the game, and they've got two games fewer than Vegas, but they're still... Two games more than Dallas, so I don't know what happened with Dallas. I, you know, COVID or whatever, but they've got some games to make up, and because of that, they really have the advantage over these other guys. And so I think we're, you know, where we were three weeks ago. Everything is set. The only one is this one wild card spot, and Dallas back then had a four game advantage, and they still do. Except now they're in that second wild card spot and have the four game advantage. So I, I don't see a whole lot changing. You know, we'll we'll see. There we go. You know, we'll see. And they, so, uh, I'm excited about it. Yeah. And uh, 
Speaking of one of our friends of the show, Big John, uh, Big John O over in Dallas, friend of yours. Yeah. Um, we just wanted to send our thoughts and prayers out to the people out uh, in Jacksboro, Texas, uh, around the country. Um, a lot of us got. Uh, we we didn't well, blessing for where we were at. We didn't have a lot of problems with some uh, some some docks got flipped and homes got destroyed out there on Possum Kingdom Lake. Um, all of our friends out there, I've got we've got an office out there, and uh, just sending some thoughts and prayers out there to uh, to uh, for really everyone affected. In Louisiana, it's hitting the south tonight, um, uh, southeast, and so it was a nasty line of storms. When it came through, uh, it was the first time I drove off the road in my life. Wow. I was uh, six fifteen yet yesterday morning, driving into work. And it was it was like I was in a freaking dishwasher, bro. I mean, I'll drive through anything, but I got to see. So yeah. I I, not, I didn't just pull over the side of the freeway. I'm smarter. I exited the freeway and got not under an underpass, just off of it. Because um, where I drive from work are high freeways. And as those came through, if a tornado comes through and you're up on an elevated surface, you can go, by Emerson, by Michelle, by Life, by, by Brother. So yeah. I, I did and uh, got to the office. It was only about nickel-sized hail when I was getting to my office. But uh, just prayers for everybody out there. I'll say that. Prayers for everybody out there on that as we as we start to wrap up. But your final thought? Oh, no, I'm just looking looking forward to, uh, you know, a little bit of basketball this weekend. And uh, like we always say, man, I got you a burrito. So, um, as I say this, um, I actually – Paid uh, two police cars breakfast behind me at at, at a at a Starbucks. They were in line behind me, so I pulled out and got over behind me. And I ran into Starbucks, and uh, so I paid two police cars bills. And then they got back out. They pulled over, turned on their lights, and walked in. And they're like, "What'd you do that for?" And I go, "I appreciate your service." I'm like, man. Man, that was awesome. I was like, "That's what you do." Uh, that, See what I'm talking about? That, yeah, I know. So I'm leaving. I'm leaving the Red Barn, right? And there's a, the guy behind me is about old as dirt, and he has a uh, U.S. veteran hat on. And I yeah. walk out and I put my beer in the car, and I'm going back in. And as I do, I, I realize it's his van because it's got um, his Marine Corps sticker on the on the bumper and a couple other right. pro Marine Corps bumper stickers on the back window and i walk back in and he's at the deal and he, he's checking out and i just looked at him and said what does he got and i grab my card and i stick it in and i go i got this and he goes what and i go i appreciate your service and so you know i run i run my card through and then i check out after that so maybe that'll get us a sponsorship <laughs> well I wish it was about sponsorship. No, it but, wasn't about as, that. It was about, we it was about he was a veteran, man. We did, the, we did the 30 acts of kindness. We've yeah. done everything we, we tried to do. To, you listen here, you lazy bunch of poops. <laughs> you get out there and you did something nice because you will get a pop in the beak. If I see you not being nice to someone, I will pop you in the beak. The funny thing about blasting you in the face is I'll be long gone. <laughs> I hit you so hard. 
that when by the time you get yourself together and you start like cleaning up your nose and going, oh my god, my nose broke. Hundreds of people lay there on the ground going, ah, it hurts. I'm already driven off. But you can't but, even read. But when you the get up, don't hit me. Truck. Yeah, don't don't hit me because I'll still be sitting there laughing my rear end off. Oh yeah, yeah dude, you can swing at me. Because I'm also good at that, too. You swing at me, then I hit you in the ribs, and then night-night. No. You go out there and do something nice, please. The Lord directed us to be kind to our neighbors. So why can't we just be good to each other? It doesn't, man. It, it doesn't matter. What's your dress? There was a lady at the... I was having my, my company truck, three of them serviced. And she come walking in. I couldn't see her skin through the tattoos. Yeah. And she couldn't figure out where her insurance card was. And said, I know it's in my card. I know it's in my car. And I'd been waiting like an hour, right? So right. I, I walk out there, and just being nice. I was like, right, so, damn, it's right there. I can see it. And, wa- waving the marijuana smoke away, by the way. <laughs> 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 then I had to go get some nachos. Right afterwards, while still waiting. <laughs> the side, happened, the side right? of sliders after work, a bunch of appetizers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then I failed my drug test for helping her, right? Uh, so anyway, thank you for tuning in. But just do something nice. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, it, it's been a great show. God bless. We love you. Danny, awesome. Love you, brother. You're the best, man.